0: Welcome to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. I'm Jennifer, your host, a mental health and wellness advocate and a trauma survivor. This platform will be used to break the silence and create awareness around mental health in the Black community and in general for all people. My hope is that you will feel seen, heard, supported and valued as we progress through the journey of healing and growing. Welcome back to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. Hope all is well. Thank you for listening. Also, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I hope you enjoy your special day and that it's filled with love and happiness. In addition, May is mental health awareness month so continue to have these conversations around mental health and um yeah just break the silence step outside your comfort zone and the stigma um and also if you're someone that's on the fence about you know seeking therapy additional help i definitely encourage you to do so and this would be a good month to go ahead and, and make that happen You can also explore your employee assistance program line through your employer or just reach out to someone on your own, but definitely take a look at all the resources available to you and take that next step. All right, so my topic for today is self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness is something that is very critical to your emotional health. And what I mean by that is, If you're not able to forgive yourself or if you don't know how to practice self-forgiveness, it could have a negative impact on your emotional health. If you are continuing to rehearse things from the past and just beat yourself up for past mistakes and things like that, and you just can't let it go, that's very detrimental. And um, it's important to learn how to... Have some compassion for yourself and extend grace to yourself and forgive yourself ultimately. And I know that forgiveness in general is a is controversial. Um, a lot of people will associate their beliefs and things around forgiveness with how your religion informs you to handle it and things of that nature. So there are a lot of different perspectives floating around out there regarding forgiveness in general. But I do believe that it starts with you first. So if you struggle to forgive yourself, most definitely you're you'll probably struggle to forgive other people as well for things and mistakes that, you know, people make. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you got to start with yourself, practice with yourself first and just like love. That's why it's so important to learn to love yourself and have that self love, because then in turn you can love others on a higher level. So, what exactly is self forgiveness? How would you define that? So, I came across an article online from this counseling company, Care Brady Counseling. This is the definition that they have for self forgiveness it's a decision to acknowledge that you are flawed and made poor choices that have caused harm. But instead of continuing to punish yourself and wallow in shame, you are choosing to treat yourself with compassion and understanding so you can learn from this experience, accept responsibility for your actions and grow in ways that will encourage effective change. Now, I really liked that definition and I like how it points out that you would no longer punish yourself and wallow in shame and you're choosing to treat yourself with compassion, I think that's really spot on. I personally am someone that I would say I struggle. I would say I struggle with with self-forgiveness. It's not that, but I definitely have gotten better. I've made progress. I've made significant progress, but it's something that it just didn't come naturally. And I've not really peeled back those layers yet to figure out why that doesn't come more natural. But I would say that just as a woman and then like a Black woman in particular, I think because we have like that syndrome that, you know, that strong Black woman syndrome, that not that we chose it, it was kind of placed upon us. So let me make that clear. But, you know, when you have that hanging over your head and that's just how it is, In the culture today, the expectation is that when you're a black woman that you have to be so strong, so resilient, et cetera, et cetera. So there really just isn't a lot of room for you to make mistakes. You know, like you got to be on your A game all the time. You know, I I wouldn't say you have to be perfect, but pretty close to it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know perfectionism is, is unrealistic, but you know, it's kind of like you have to be as close to perfect as possible. And with that being said, if you do, you know, make a mistake, then yeah, a lot of times you, you know, you'll just kind of just beat yourself up about it because the expectation is like, we don't got time for that. We don't got time to be making mistakes. And that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Because again, it's just, it's not realistic at all. And I do think that our mental health, And emotional health suffers from that syndrome alone, from that alone, that expectation that alone is is too much. It's too heavy to carry. So when you do make a mistake, it's like, how do you bounce back from that? Do you wallow in it? Do you punish yourself over and over again? Or do you just, yeah, just pick yourself up and you just keep moving? So I know for me personally, I have gotten to a point where yeah I can pick myself up a lot quicker and move forward but it at the same time it also just depends on on the mistake right because there's levels to it you know if it's a minor little thing then okay just keep it moving but when it's something more in depth something that's a little bit more critical it's not going to be as easy for you to just brush it off and so When we are faced with these things, it's important to figure out what that process looks like, how to embark on that journey of self-forgiveness. And I know I'm being like, you know, really vague right now, and I'm just trying to think of a good example to share. And because, you know, it's like Mother's Day weekend, I'll just kind of just talk about parenting. You know, I can think of just mistakes that you can make as a parent in just your parenting style, you know what I mean? And sometimes you have really good intention. Not sometimes, all the time. We always have good intentions, you know, when it comes to our children, but sometimes we just miss the mark, right? We may not always be in tune with what they have going on emotionally. Sometimes we're so distracted with work and other responsibilities. We're not fully present. And sometimes, you know, it's just that we're trying to protect them and, you know, they just, you know, they don't have an understanding of that. And so our approach may not always be the best approach to get them on board or to get them to understand that we have their best interests in heart. So those are just, you know, some things that can maybe come back to kind of like, I wouldn't say bite you, but later on in life, you can learn that, okay, yeah, that wasn't the best approach. I hadn't good intentions, but that wasn't the best approach on how to handle that situation. So with that being said, it's kind of like, okay, when you know better, you do better. But um, can you forgive yourself for that? You know, are you gonna hold yourself to that and and kind of punish yourself and wallow it in? You know what I mean? Like hopefully not, you know, but um if you realize that your approach or your decision making may have caused harm onto your child when you had good intentions, then that's hurtful, you know, because if you learn that, oh, you ended up hurting them, then that's going to hurt you. And so at that point, I could see there there could potentially be a little struggle with self-forgiveness. So that's like the best example that I can come up with right now. (laughs) Um, So hopefully you get the point. I was just trying to paint a picture for you so that you can follow along with what I'm saying. So with that being said, how how do we practice self-forgiveness? And I think one of the most important things to understand is that it's not like you just say one day, okay, I forgive myself and then that's it, you know, and the same goes for if you were trying to forgive somebody else as well, it's definitely a process because your feelings and your emotions, they're going to fluctuate. So you can say today, I forgive myself. And you were able to kind of coach yourself, through it and move on. And then, I don't know, two, three weeks down the road, those feelings come back. Maybe feelings of guilt, shame, you know, things of that nature can just kind of pop up again. And so now you're right back at square one and you literally have to tell yourself again, I forgive myself. And then go through it all over again and move on. So I wanted to make that clear because if you are experiencing that, it doesn't mean that it's not working or you don't forgive yourself. It's just that it's a process. And I think the more that you can consistently kind of um, negate that negative self-talk, if you can nip that in the bud, then I think it'll lessen. So if it's like, okay, previously it was like within a three week time span, those feelings came back up again. As you continually nip that in the bud, then through time, it'll be less and less the frequency. So then eventually you may not even have those feelings or emotions. It may not come up at all. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. So what are some tips to help with this process? So The article that I referenced earlier also included some tips on how to practice self-forgiveness. So the first one I actually already covered, and that that is to define what forgiveness means to you. And so I shared with you an example of how it was defined. And that definition, you know, that's subjective. So, you know, you can have your own definition of of forgiveness, of course, but Just wanted to give you an example. So we said, okay, number one is to define forgiveness. The number two is to acknowledge your feelings. Like I said earlier, if you're experiencing feelings of like guilt or shame and just hurt, just, you know, just not feeling, not feeling good about yourself. You know, you just feel guilty. Most of the times it's like guilt. It's usually guilt or shame when it comes to things of that nature. You just need to acknowledge that. I think the the most important thing is to acknowledge it and don't just try to suppress it or numb out or just continue to distract yourself and not deal with it. I think you have to acknowledge it and face it head on and sit with it, sit in it, and then just allow it to pass. But I think the more you suppress it, it's going to linger. It's going to keep coming back. and It's going to keep lingering more longer than it needs to. So Definitely just acknowledge the way that you're feeling about the situation. And then number three is acknowledge what you did. So that's very similar to acknowledge how you feel. But yeah, so just be very clear about what you did. You know what I mean? Because sometimes someone can say, oh, you hurt me. But you don't even understand how you hurt them or you're not clear on exactly what you did. So I think it's important to gain some clarity on what you did, like your contribution to how you hurt someone or what, you know, just be clear on what your mistake was so that and that's really just for learning. Because if it's like a behavior, you want to know what the mistake was so that you can Try to prevent it from happening again. So, if you're not even aware of what you did, then, you know, there's a higher probability that you could repeat the same behavior over and over again. So, be very clear and acknowledge what you did. Then, the fourth tip is to apologize. So, if it involves someone else and you need to go to that person and apologize, you need to do so. Definitely do that. Um, it may not immediately repair everything. It may not, you know, even reconcile anything, but it's still good to at least put that positive energy out there and let that person know that, hey, I hear you. I see you. I understand. And, you know, I apologize for any type of negative impact my decision making had on you. So definitely apologize. Number five is to focus on what you learned. If it's you know a behavioral thing and you need to change your behavior, then yeah, focus on what you what you learned from that situation. if it's um, a decision that you made, what did you learn? You know what I mean? because if you can clearly articulate what you learned, then again, that should prevent it from happening again or you would at least catch yourself. Really quickly, if you found yourself, you know, going down that road again to make another poor choice or decision. So focus on what you learned. And number six is, you know, make meaningful changes. So once you are aware and you understand and you know what you learned from the situation, then implement some changes, figure out what you got to change, shift around To ensure that, yeah, this doesn't happen again and how you're going to govern yourself accordingly going forward. So what are you going to do different now to prevent something like that from happening in the first place? So make meaningful changes. And last but not least, number seven is to practice compassion. So I know I have an episode on this podcast about self-compassion. So if you haven't heard it, you can go and listen to that. But um, yeah, practice self-compassion. Learn to extend grace to yourself. You know what I mean? Because we all fall short. We all make mistakes. And it's usually easier to extend grace to others, but extend grace to yourself. Learn to extend grace to yourself. Learn to forgive yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Ooh, that one. I just felt that one. Be patient. Because it's a journey. These things, you know, doesn't, a lot of this stuff doesn't, you can't just snap your fingers and it change. You know what I mean? So be patient with yourself. And as long as you're making the necessary effort and you're aware and you're open and willing to do this work, be patient with yourself. It's a journey. It's not an overnight, you know, shift. It's a journey. So exercise self-compassion and be patient with yourself. So, I hope you found these tips helpful and that you can embrace this whole concept of self forgiveness. You know, like I said, it's very, it's very critical. It's very critical. And I think once we get better at forgiving ourselves, I'm pretty sure that it'll get easier to forgive others. And forgiving someone else is the same concept. It's like, you may say, OK, I forgive you today. And then like three weeks later, you know, you have these emotions that come back up and you might be angry again, sad again, hurt again. You know what I mean? And you f- might feel like, oh, I, I guess I really didn't forgive them. But no, you, you do forgive them. But what you have to do is you got to tell yourself again, I already said that I forgive them. So we're not doing this today. You know what I mean? And kind of coach yourself. And, um, and just kind of try to move past, still feel your emotions. I'm not saying to suppress it, but, um, just, you got to talk to yourself. Basically, you got to tell yourself, like, okay, I'm going to feel what I feel, but I have already decided to forgive this person. So you don't jump to some type of reaction now or call them up and cuss them out or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go back down any type of reaction. You know what I mean? You don't want to go down that road where you're just reacting to things all over again. Like it just happened. If you can, if you can help it, if, if it happened, it happened again, forgive yourself. (laughs) extend compassion. You know what I mean? But the goal is to try to, to avoid that. So be patient with yourself. All right, guys, until next time. If you need to contact me, I can be reached via email at healandgrowjourneypodcast at gmail.com. If you have not done so already, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy listening to Heal and Grow Journey, I would greatly appreciate the support. In addition, please follow the Heal and Grow Journey Instagram page at healandgrowjourney. Please like and follow the Heal and Grow Journey podcast Facebook page and the Healing Girl Journey podcast Twitter page. Until next time, take care.